Wow. Hello, my beautiful beings. I'm back. I went MIA, but I don't feel like I was gone for no reason. I was truly healing. I have been learning so much about life and what I want from it and how I'm going to get to said life that I want and also just like genuinely cleaning out the toxic parts of my life and healing parts of myself that I didn't know and still needed to be healed. I think I want to be as real and raw and I have an entire episode on healing and how I thought that I was healing when really I hadn't even begun and I'm going to be it's such a like vulnerable transparent episode. I really think it will help certain people but I also it it worries me putting such a um vulnerable piece of my life out there but at the same time I can only trust that the universe will guide it to beautiful beings that need to hear it like you so yeah I'm glad to be back it feels so good I almost feel like I've forgotten how to podcast but of course it'll come back this episode might be a little rough but you know what that's that's life um yeah I'm so grateful to be back So today, I actually want to talk about something that I've already made an episode on, but I want to go back to it. The main part of why I disappeared like that was because I almost went through another awakening. It was like before I had just become aware of the bliss of life and how much deeper than just what I thought life was actually is. It was like I was recognizing that I am energy and I'm recognizing that I am the universe and I was recognizing that I am on this floating rock for such a greater purpose than just, you know, what I thought I was here to do, which was basically just live day to day pointlessly, get a job, make money, have a family, blah, 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 the usual asleep mindset. That was what my first awakening was. And I was in such a high vibe all the time because I was so grateful to have recognized that. So this past month I kind of went through a dark period of my life where I felt very out of place in this on this planet I don't know how to explain it any better than just with that statement I just felt very lost and confused even though I knew I was all for the right reasons I was here I was guided I was protected I felt very lost again So I've gone through another awakening, this one a lot harsher. Nevertheless, it was needed and I'm grateful for it, but definitely a lot harsher. Um, The beautiful lessons I was learning before, I almost learned again in a harsher tone and it reinforced how important those lessons were, but from a different perspective. And one of the biggest things that I became aware of was mindfulness. So... I had this very humbling meditation that my existence is fragile in the sense that I'm here for a definite reason and that is why I'm alive. But my life could be, you know, we're human beings. There is not one day that is promised ahead of this moment right here. And it's a scary thought, but it's, it's humbling once you make peace with it that we're all going to kind of die one day. And it's just the cycle of what it means to be alive. Death is a part of life and it's natural and it's normal and you can really make peace with that idea. And I don't want this episode to be like depressing or anything, but I've kind of redefined my relationship with death because it's inevitable. 
I found myself my whole life always being really, really stressed about this future that is not promised to me. And of course, I know I'm here and I'm going to stay here because I have things to do and I trust in the universe that I'm not going anywhere. But I have the gift of life at my fingertips right now. And it felt like my entire, you know, teenage life, I have, and I'm 20 now, but like, up until, you know, the age of like 15, I have been living so far in the future. It's like I'm always worrying about my future. I'm always worrying about what's next. I'm always worrying about that dream life that I need to create. But the thing is, you're neglecting the gift of life right in this moment. And it felt like I hadn't touched base back to this moment right here that I'm speaking in that is always fleeting. It's never, it's never, it's always fleeting. You are always given another moment. And I just, I really touched back to right now and I realized that I was manifesting so hard for future me. What about present me? Why is she not capable of defining that that life is hers right now and being happy right now, living for right now? Because honestly, other than the petty like little problems that come up in your day to day, I don't have any dire you know, thing that I'm running away from right now that I'm looking to better days for, I have better days right now. There's nothing I want to change about the right now. Of course, I want to continue evolving. I want to continue bettering and I want to see myself get to the life that I deserve. But, oh, there goes a 333 on a license plate. Divine. Um, I had to truly force myself to be mindful deeper than just you know take a few deep breaths and remind yourself to be present no I'm talking like mental reconstruction of how I was living my life it felt like every conversation I would have say I'm talking to my friend and every conversation was about the future every conversation was a plan for the future what future that future is not promised. I have the gift of life at my fingertips right now. And it was, it was this redefinition of what it meant to be alive. Why are we always living for our future? And don't even get me started on the past. There are so many of us that live in the past, that live with wanting to change the past. Make peace with your past, babe, because there is absolutely not one thing that you can do to change it. You can reconcile things and apologize to people or whatever the situation is that you're looking back on. You can try to fix the energy you created in your past, but as for the circumstances there's not one thing that you can do to change anything that has happened in your past it happened you can make peace with it or you can neglect it I'm not going to tell you how to live your life I would urge you to oh my god another 333 I would urge you to make peace with it and heal and better yourself moving forward but I mean, I just really want you to think about when the last time was that you consciously sat with yourself in a raw moment, not thinking about anything that lies in the moments that don't exist, but instead just sat in a moment that exists because the future hasn't happened yet. And when you're so worried about the future, your ego tends to want to protect you. So it gives you worst case scenario options. I remember one time I was talking to my mom and she told me that she never expects anything good because if she expects the worst then anything is better than the worst so like if she's going out to dinner she expects the restaurant to be closed so that when it's not closed or she has to wait 45 minutes it's like well at least it wasn't closed I expected the worst manifesting is something we very much so believe in over on this podcast you guys know manifesting you create your reality your thoughts 
start out as a thought and then they manifest into reality with enough energy given to them so if you always expect the worst or if you always are letting your ego protect you and tell you that you know you should be anxious about your future there's not any hope waiting for you at the end of this timeline there is only stress and anxieties and you're just hoping that it's going to work out better than your worst ideas about what could happen my love, you are going to manifest those things. And I'm speaking to myself in that too because it's very hard to control an anxious mind, you know. There's just sometimes when you've been hurt too many times in the past that you just expect the worst. And I have been consciously sitting with my thoughts and almost just watching them pass by as if they aren't mine. And I think of this as like, I used this metaphor on my TikTok that I'm watching the grand play out of my life. And every once in a while, there's these commercials that come on and I pay no mind to them. And these commercials are anxious thoughts, the down moments that I just feel shitty, for lack of better words. I just feel shitty. Those moments I choose now to forget about, just like you forget about a TV commercial, you know, it passes on and you move on with your life and you continue moving forward. I've been allowing myself to separate from my thoughts because once you separate from your thoughts, you realize that there are two beings here. There's the being that is recognizing that thought and then there's that anxious thought. And you are the consciousness behind that anxious thought that is saying, I don't claim that to be true and I send it off with love back to universe where it can be turned into conscious love. I don't know, whatever you want to do. But every time that you get that anxious thought that's telling you that, you know, something bad is going to happen or it's going to work out worst case scenario, look at that thought and say, you're not welcome here and send it off and then correct it. And once you do that enough, I've started to notice that I'm kind of like, you know, I expect the best. If something lesser than happens, it's meant to happen and it's all working out in the highest good in the end. But it's a very confusing way to recognize the consciousness behind the anxious thought. (laughs) And that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at. Is just trying to redefine my relationship with being in the present moment. Because I'm struggling right now. Again, keeping it super transparent over here. I'm struggling right now with being very deeply... very deeply started a future that I don't want which I'm talking about you know college I know college is something that will help me that will serve me greatly and I'm very deep in it but I want more and I still don't I can't claim a certain lifestyle that I'm going to get from college that I like And I'm not going to go too deep into what I do want because I'm in the process of it and I just kind of want to let it manifest itself and then I'll present it to you all and when it works out. But um, it's been a serious battle with myself managing the anxiety that comes from the uncertainty. But if your life was always predictable, if you could always predict what was going to happen, you would go crazy you would crave chaos at that point because it would just be this never-ending series of life that you knew was coming and you were comfortable with. And I'm very 
big on the fact that your comfort zone will kill you faster than what scares you. Because all I'm really craving right now is kind of, in a way, chaos, just upheaval of what has been set in stone. And I have been living in this stagnant energy for years and I'm ready for more. And the universe is prepping me for more and I feel it. And that's when you have to control those anxious thoughts is when you wish for more, you will receive it. But the universe is going to make you very uncomfortable in the process because you're changing everything, you know? You're going to feel uncomfortable. Your ego is going to be like, hey, wait, what are we doing? Are we certain that this is going to work out? And you're just kind of like, yeah, I am certain because I trust the universe and I also don't give in to those anxious thoughts because why give in to the anxious thoughts when you can give in to the positive thoughts? And there's a difference between your intuition telling you like, hey, bad decision. And you feel that in your gut. There's a difference between intuition and anxiety. And people always ask me like, how do you differentiate when it's your intuition versus when it's anxiety? Intuition sticks with you and it's like, ooh, I feel like this is going to happen. It's like this sometimes it feels like this like dread almost that you're like I have to do this anxiety is like this impending doom that has no backbone background backbone oh my gosh I can't talk backbone and you it's like almost like a menace to you it's like stop putting that thought in my head I feel passionately and that's almost like your intuition telling you this is anxiety like your intuition will kind of tell you when it is anxiety and then again that's that consciousness behind the thought when you recognize that you are not that thought but you are the consciousness behind it that's kind of like your intuition if you want me to go deeper on that I can because I've struggled with differentiating what is anxiety and what is intuition because it's confusing especially when you've lived in a life where you've just been driven by anxiety you kind of have to wake up your intuition but we all have an intuition especially females i believe that the intuition is like the most feminine part of us that just wow every license plate that has gone by has had an angel number now i'm seeing two 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 hello angels you are welcome here i'm so glad that you showed up for this um (laughs) but yeah i have truly been redefining the way that i think And it just comes down to expecting the best because I don't think that I would be having these thoughts of wanting to change my entire life if I wasn't supposed to. And you are always getting signs. You are always getting signs. And your soul knows what it wants and it will drive you from it. If you have this thing that you haven't been able to shake, it's like, I want to do this. I want to go to this place. I want to meet this person, something, whatever. You can't shake it. That is a soul purpose that you are being urged to follow. And I want to be 90 years old or whenever I decide to go. But I want to look back on my life when it's all said and done. Four, four, four. Oh my God. Hello, angels. <laughs> um, I want to look back on my life. And I want to be so goddamn proud that I didn't choose the safe route, but instead I made my dreams come true. Because what is there to be proud of in doing what everyone else told you to do your whole life? What is there to be proud of? There's no courage in that. There's no bravery in that. In living a life, I'm not talking about something you're not passionate about. If you're passionate about it, fuck yeah, do it. I'm talking about just waiting for your life to start, but you're just waiting for people's to to get the approval of others. Fuck that. I did that for too long, you know. And I think a lot of us do. I think a lot of us do live seeking the approval of others but you can't be spiritually awakened and think that way so it's hard because I kind of started a life when I was in that mindset and now I'm waking up to why I don't want it and it's really confusing but I love it because it's going to shape me into who I become and I can feel her and she's strong and she's proud and she's happy of whatever decision I choose to make 
So I don't really know where I'm going with this other than just kind of spewing my my idea on why you should follow your heart and not let the anxieties that come with that get you down because you are the consciousness that recognizes that that is an anxious thought and that you aren't going to choose to give into it because it's overall just your ego trying to protect you from doing something that it's not comfortable with and doesn't know why you're doing. Yeah, I like that. I like that and I feel that. (laughs) So I feel like this episode was super ranty, but I think that's what the podcast is going to be now. I think it's going to be when I have an explosive thought and I need to get it out. (laughs) I like that name too, explosive thought. Yeah, podcast has now turned into Hannah's explosive thoughts and I'm going to start a YouTube channel and that's going to be a more like structured, I have something to say. It's going to be like a lesson. I'm going to teach you guys shit that I'm learning too. I'm going to start doing yoga videos on there. Um, Yeah, so I do in honor that I've seen so many angel numbers today. I do have a book of the week. I started that back in the day. I'm getting it out. Um, The book of the week is Spirit Guides and Angel Guardians by Richard Webster. I just started reading it. I haven't finished it, so I can't tell you, like, if from start to finish it's beautiful. But, like, so far it's so beautiful. It's very comforting to recognize that you aren't alone in any part of your journey. And the entire time you're being divinely guided by these beautiful angels that have you chose previous to this life to protect yourself with. It teaches you about the archangels, whether you're religious or not. It's really just a comforting book to read, and I've learned a lot from it. So if you're interested in that, it is called Spirit Guides and Angel Guardians by Richard Webster, and it's all about just not being alone. And yeah, it's like 20 bucks, but you can probably find the audiobook. Um, Yeah. All right, my beautiful beings. This was an explosive thought that I had, and I wanted to get it out there just to kind of like check back in with all of you, but yeah. I love you guys. I can't wait to start our journeys again together. As always, I'm always posting on TikTok, always posting on Instagram. Those will be linked in my anchor bio link tree, wherever you can find me anywhere. Um, Yeah, it feels good to be back. I love you guys. I send you love. I send you light and I wish you well on your endeavors.